When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Hey everybody and welcome to the Road Rebels Podcast. Echo got him in the intro. I am your host, I am Sal. I am here with my son Liz. Nope, my son Axel. I am your co-host Axel. Well, my father has been hit in the head with the tree. Hey, that's true. Uh and my other kid, Lizzie. Hi. Hey. It's a how me, are you? Mario. It's a Mario's me. not Mexican. Yeah. Which was so funny because Woo-hoo. at work I tried to explain that to someone. I was like, yeah, I didn't know like Mario wasn't Mexican. Like I always thought he was Mexican. Yeah, and my coworker looked that. at me. No, I know, but like I'm I'm doing a different version. My coworker looked at me and was like, Yes, he is. And I was like, No, he's Italian. Mm-hmm. And then um my coworker was like, No, Mario's Mexican, Lizzie. And I was like, you're talking about our other co-worker. Yeah. He is Mexican. <laughs> you're talking about Mario in the other kitchen. His Mario name Fernandez? is Mexican. Yeah, Mario. Or, his Fernandez. name is Mexican? His name is Mario. He is Mexican. He's Guatemala, huh? <laughs> He looks a little like Mario. Not really the hair. But my thing is, like, when I was little, I knew he was Italian. I don't know how I knew that. I mean, well, I guess it, like, his brother's Luigi. That's a little bit more of a giveaway. Well... I don't know. But, okay. like, we didn't have, like, you guys can hear him now. Like, we when I was little, he was just like, meow, meow, spitting fireballs. And, like, that's all we had. Now you guys have video games where he's like, it's a me, Mario. And he sounds totally Italian. Yeah. Well, but, but even with that, I was still like, yeah, that man's Mexican. Mm-hmm. You were like, yeah, he totally- Mexico. Mexico. Yeah, he doesn't say Mexico. He says Mexico. I always thought he said Mexico. And I was like, that's so weird. Why would he say that? <laughs> Good times. Well, this is not a podcast about Mario, despite Damn. what you may think. So Damn. I guess we should get on to what this podcast is really about. And that's the Bad Batch is back, baby, baby. See. Baby, baby. Uh, this is episode four. I believe the name of it is... Oh my god. A different approach. Yes. Uh, episode four oh. of season three. Are you okay, Lizzie? I'm so sorry. I yeah. are you like, my phone? making fun of me or are you hurt? <laughs> no, I'm hurt. My my I'm, I have the like my headphones really loud so I can hear you guys. Mm-hmm. But Chef just texted me <laughs> and it's connected to my computer. So it was like ba-dung, ba-dung. And it's just him taking pictures of cooked quinoa. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're talking about this, Mario? No, it was like quinoa's on the first cart. I was like, great. Thank you. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's... How's yeah, your, uh, how, how have you been, Lizzie? How's, how's um, life over there? <sighs> Beach, California, SoCal life. Living the good life. It's, it's good. Okay. Um, Work is stressful, oh, that's but nice. yeah, Unless but I like something amazing. Well, that's the thing. It's like I, you know, you, I, I was like, you know what? Like this should be great. I love cooking. I love mm-hmm. doing this stuff. Like this is easy peasy. But how much but cooking do you? Love? Somehow people just can make it bad. You know, that's well, what's astonishing to look, me. Lizzie, you like cooking, but you don't like people sometimes. <laughs> okay, well. So, like, is it really what is happening downstairs? Puppy. Puppies are happening. 
They're crying. He's talking about how hard oh, work a, is. Yeah, there's a ambulance going by. Oh. <laughs> that's that's Anna crying for you. <laughs> <laughs> hey Axel, how you been? How's your life? My life's good. Mm-hmm. You're far away. My life's good. Mm. Guess that's the end of that. Um, I'm okay, same as usual, but I'm bleeding from the head because I hit my head today. What? Oh, what? How? <laughs> I was like working, and I'm I walk very fast. You I working? If, uh-huh. I don't know if you've heard about me, but I'm a I'm a quick. Oh my God. I'm a swift mm-hmm. little man. <laughs> and, uh-huh. Uh huh. I was walking extremely quickly, and I ran and I hit a tree branch on my head, and I was like, "Wow, that hurt really, really bad." But oh. let's keep going. Okay. And then a second uh, later, I was like, "It's getting hot in here." And then I wiped my brow, and I was like, "Oh no, that's a lot of blood." And I was like, huh. "Well, hmm, can wait. you technically get workers' comp even though you're like outside? You're not really at." Well, I mean, I think like, the answer is yes because it's at work. Like my work is where. But like, I am. is it at? Okay, okay. So yeah, that that, that answers my question. Yes, because I'm working. Uh, at work. Right. So I sort of went to the vehicle. <laughs> Clean myself up a little bit. It was like, prison. okay, that's a lot of blood. Like, but I feel fine, and I've, you know, I've got hit in the head a lot of the times and bled a lot. So I'm like, this okay, is just a head wound. Uh, I know how that works. Like, it's just a lot of blood, but I'm, I don't feel dizzy. I don't feel nauseous or nothing like that. I don't think I have a concussion. Uh, I'm, I just have a head wound. But I'm like, well, I should probably call my boss just in case. And so I was like, hey, you know, uh, I, uh, I, I'm over here. This is where I'm at, and I just. You know, I, I, I hit a tree, I hit my head, Wait, I'm so bleeding quite a bit, but, you know, I'm okay, I've just cleaned myself up of the vehicle a little bit, I'm gonna keep going, but, you know, I'm just letting you know that if I come back to the office looking a little funky, that's why. So, wait, rewind, you bumped into it? Forwards? Backwards? I was walking, so forwards. Okay, mm-hmm. and you just and bumped into this yeah. tree. I hit a tree branch, like a big okay. tree branch, with my head. And I okay. walk fast, especially, and it was like five o'clock. So like, I'm trying to make it hours. So, <laughs> so like, it's fast. It's like, you hyperspeed sped into this tree. Like I walk fast normally. So I and was. And you make fun of me for crashing into a tree. Yeah. You were walking. Right. My guy. Right. But I only hurt myself. <laughs> not anybody else. And I didn't mom, hurt anyone. You were mom, fine. Your mom will tell you that this is not the first time this has happened because, uh, I'm sure she told you the story about how back in the days there was a mythical place called Circuit City. And uh, I would get you guys, well, back guess back then it was just you, but I would buy you guys DVDs, Disney DVDs on release day, because sometimes I would get a little like, you know, if I get Aladdin on Tuesday when it comes out, while supplies last, I can also get a free little genie, you know, something, uh-huh. something. Uh, you're really clicking on those show notes, huh? Uh, it's not. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> and so I was, I, I think it was when Star Wars came out. So they had Star Wars playing on DVD when it was like first released. And I was like, ooh, look, it's Star Wars on the TV, like right over there to my left and slammed right into like a support beam. And I was like, oh, that hurt really bad. Let's keep going to the car. Uh-huh. And then got in the car and was like, oh, I'm bleeding profusely. And your mom was like, why didn't you say anything? I was like, well, I was already in the car by the time I figured out I was bleeding. Uh, all so right. I think it just has to do with I just that... walk really fast. I walk <laughs> so fast that when I hit something, it doesn't just hurt. Like I bleed. Okay. Um, but we're not here to talk about. That's bloody like no, that, no, because that reminds me of like when I um I dropped a knife on my foot. Kind of yeah, a yeah, yeah. like horror story that every chef is scared of. Yeah. Um. So I like was walking. I had this new knife. It had like a paper sheath and I wasn't holding it like as hard as I should have. It dropped. Twist twisted, of course. It didn't just land handle on my foot. Went straight in and then bounced out. But uh <laughs> so it was like <laughs> Yeah, it didn't it didn't like me enough. Um so well, I, like, I like and I was like, bad. oh, and it didn't really hurt. So I was like, oh, it's, it's fine. It's whatever. So then I went down. It was also a sharp knife. So, of course, it didn't hurt. I mean, so then I went down. Foot, it's a sharp knife. <laughs> and then I went downstairs, went to the kitchen. I was working. It was like Thanksgiving. 
day or the day before, either one. Well, and I was look, like walking around. To be around. fair, it was not a sharp tree. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead, continue. <laughs> but I was walking around. I was fine. Like two, maybe three hours passed by, and my foot feels really warm. And I was like, that's weird. It was like and, that, but my face. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. And then I went to the bathroom and I was like, is it my foot? And then like, I have white socks on and I, <laughs> and I took off the shoe and it was just covered in blood. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. whoopsies. <laughs> I am like and, so middle. You know, I told my chef and he was like, right. oh, right. okay. Yeah. So when so, I get back to the office, you know, I'm not, it, it's not that I'm filming a mud vein video. I just, I hit a tree. Uh-huh. I think the only people that are going to understand that somehow, I believe, is going to be Hawes. Hmm. Hey, everybody, uh, hit us up, you know, message us on whatever uh, uh, socials you're on. You can always hit us at the Rogue Rebels on Instagram, TikTok, Blue Sky, <laughs> and Threads, or Rogue Rebels Fam on Twitter, or our Facebook page, and let me know what you think of when you think Not of our fault. Videos. Or you can just check us out at theroguerebels.com and check out all our reviews and what do we have? Recipes and... Uh, uh, thoughts about Quinlan Voss being in the Bad Batch and uh, looks at... Uh, Do you think Voss would resurrect her? I don't think he would know how. But if he knew how, do you think he would? Maybe. Or would he be like a Jedi and be like, So, no. I mean, we're getting a little aside from the point, but I guess I'll go into it now. So, spoilers for Dark Disciple, a book that came out a few years ago, 2015. But... uh uh, Ventress passes in that book. She's shocked. dies. She's shocked by Dooku, and she dies. Wait, Dooku? Yeah. And but like basically, he's trying to kill Voss, and she basically saves Voss and sacrifices herself. But she has like a Force vision, and she realizes that like that's what she needs to do, right? Um, so she has like a vision. And she sort of like sees all the possibilities in the force and like Pacific. what I like, it's not really shown like they don't really explain what exactly she sees, but it she realizes in that moment that she is meant to sacrifice himself, herself and Quinlan Voss is meant to live. So in my mind, that always meant that Quinlan Voss's survival had to really mean something because like if he just survives and then like survives already 66 and just goes into hiding for 20 years like that doesn't mean anything you know what i mean yeah so when kenobi came out and he was in the path i was like if that was her vision and he was going to help you know what i mean like that gives him a purpose and like a reason for her sacrifice to have meaning right so she is electrocuted to death she dies um and she's like voss and obi-wan take her back to dathomir and they like put her to rest in the pools with the water of life. And as they're like putting her in the water, the water begins to glow. And Obi-Wan is like, hold up. What is happening here? But Voss is like, no, can you hear it? Like, it's her sisters that are like welcoming her home. Like, you know what I mean? Like, she's here where she was meant to, be. you know, she's with her sisters now. Um, They're like thanking us for bringing her home. So like in theory... Like, for me, that opens up, like, magical Night Sister things are happening. So I feel like that, like, even though he didn't intentionally bring her back, maybe he put her in the pool and the magic and the Night Sister spirits did the rest, you know? Yeah. But then, would she, like, I feel like her Force visions would have given her some, in, like, kind of like Ezra knew that Sabine was going to bring him home. Yes. Maybe not knowing exactly. She knew she was going to sacrifice herself, although maybe she also knew that she was going to be brought She's back. Be okay. You know, so like, what is she doing now? And like, what is her purpose? Like, does she join Voss in his quest to help people that are being hunted? Does she just wonder by herself? Like, you know what I mean? Like, is she like, like, what is her purpose now? And like, does it connect to you? I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's not something that the Bad Batch is going to get into. Because they're not going to ask her what her purpose is. You know what I mean? She's so, probably gonna, so yeah. I just finished Dark Disciple. How did all of this work out? Yeah. That just like sits them down around a campfire. Yeah. She's like, well, I was actually dead, but now I'm back. Like, I'm sure they're just going to run into her and she's going to like do something. And well, I'm actually doing this now. Or what she's, you know, or maybe she's bounty hunting. 
or making her way across the galaxy and they just happen to run into her or maybe she's trying to help for like maybe she already met up with Voss and we're going to see both of them yeah yeah you know but i guess we'll find out speaking of finding out and the bad batch we should probably talk about the bad batch right perhaps perhaps okay thrawn why are both <laughs> like they both are mewing like they they don't talk they they just like they're whispering uh, you need to constantly. Are you talking about Thrawn? <laughs> Who are you talking about? Who's mewing? What do you mean by oh, mewing? Hemlock. Oh. Do you uh, know? Okay, wait. I did explain mewing to you. I know exactly what that. Well, yeah. It's something about cheekbones. Yeah. Yes. Where you like do this? Like, look, look, look. No, I can't see. Actually, you turn out the lights, so nothing you do has any meaning. In darkness. You put your finger over your lips. Okay. And you follow your jawline. Uh. Okay. That's mewing. All right, I guess let's get to the episode. The episode is called A Different Approach, and once again, we are with Crosshair and Omega, and their little ship is crashing, and they're, like, stuck on this planet. Um, I need to be like Omega. Talk to I me. never thought that I would say something like that, because, like, in, like, previous episodes and seasons, like, I, I've been, like, oh, like, she's just a kid. Like, she doesn't know any better. Yeah, she's just a kid. She's so, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like lately, she's just been like the best. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like I, I, I like that she's believing in people, even though they don't believe in her, and even though they like, you know, are so stuck in their ways. Like I wish mm-hmm. I could do that. Well, she's a work. little like she's got a little <laughs> bit of Ezra in her. How she can like really like she can meet people and like learn like. She connects with people, like, in that way that Ezra does, right? But then she also has this thing where she, like, learns things from people really well. Like, she's almost like a learning, like, she learns tech. She learns the tech turn. She learns all, like, and then she meets, you know, like, Hera, and she learns a little bit about piloting, and she meets, I don't like, who else does she meet? She she meets Gunji. She learns how to meditate. So she meets these people, and she, like, learns whatever it is that they have to teach, or, like, little aspects, and she adds it to her own little ways so like you know what i mean like she's she's very much like uh she's a child but she's also trained and then she's also like very i don't want i don't know if hungry for knowledge because it's not exactly knowledge but like she's eager to learn and like she's adept at things she's able to adapt and learn very quickly from anyone and like that is very very useful not only in this time but like she makes good work of it, you know, even in this episode in particular, she's like, you know, they're crashed. They crash on this planet and they have to like walk to the spaceport. They're trying to figure out what to do. And Crosshair's like, I can take out half the, the, the soldiers in 17 seconds, uh, but then we can try to steal a ship, but it might be rough, you know? And she's like, let me try something different. Like, you know what I mean? Like Crosshair, it's almost like Crosshair is programmed to do things one way. Like, have you ever heard anybody say that, like, if you're if you only know how to use a hammer, then every problem looks like a nail. That's like everybody else. Crosshair only knows how to soldier. You know. Tech only knows how to tech. Wrecker only knows how to blow things up. Wreck. Nice. I dropped the ball on that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, I picked it up. Nice. What would I do without you? Um, but she is a she can learn different ways, and then she has like a lot of options, and she's able to adapt to these different situations. So Crosshair goes looking for violence, and she's like, "Hold up, hold up, I got this!" Like she steals somebody's laundry. Although for me, it's funny because I would have been like, "There's like like it's a small little outpost," so they're like, "Why are you wearing Jack's clothes?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, isn't that Jack's helmet? <laughs> so I just thought that was like kind of funny because it's it's not like it's like this huge city. <laughs> like there's only one bar apparently. It doesn't matter. It's still cute. Um, they steal some clothes. They like look. Yeah, Crosshair is ro- rocking around a Republic backpack with like three blasters sticking out. So I thought that was hilarious because I was like, just close the backpack, dude. Like put the cover on it because like everybody sees you're just running with blasters. It looks a little sus. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. You know, and uh, I thought that was funny. So they go and they're like, 
you know, how much is passage off planet or whatever? And I think there's they, they, the, the person's like, oh, no, you don't have, what was it? The chain, code. chain codes. And they're like, well, what if, what if like, you know, what about if we, and she like kind of bribes them eventually. And they're yeah. like 15, 15,000 each. Jeez. Yeah. Also, somebody needs to get Batcher checked out because I think that animal has pink eye. Yeah, I think so too. That's or he's just sad. Very all contagious. Of the time. And like, not cool. So somebody, you know, somebody, somebody vet. Not GG. Somebody vet. Somebody vet Batcher. Uh, anyway. They're, you know, and it just so it reminded me of like a new hope when he's like 10,000 and Luke's like 10,000. We could almost buy our own ship for that. But who's going to fly it, kid? Me, I'm not such a bad pilot myself. Come on. We don't have to listen to this. We can pay you 2,000 now plus 15 when we reach Alderaan. 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 And then I'm trying to figure out the inflation rate between (laughs) like a new hope times and this times because I'm like. Wait, ten thousand was almost enough to buy her own ship, but they're charging these people with no scan docs or no uh, chain codes, fifteen each. That's thirty thousand. Well, but that's also because it was safe passage and secret passage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we need to figure. I wish she said like how much with chain codes. Right. Anybody have that <laughs> imperial credit? Uh. You know, uh, what, calculator. inflation calculator. <laughs> anyway, uh, so she's like, OK, well, let me figure this out. And so they like go. They find a little bar or whatever. And they're playing a game and it's not Sabak. In fact, I have the episode guide up right now. They ha- The game has a name and it is Balance. Not to be confused with balance or valance. Batch is helping. Hmm. Yeah. So they're like, so she, she goes and she's, and they're like, we got nothing to bet with. Or Crosshair is like, we got, and she's like, dude, they don't know that. And I'm like, this is Han Solo being like, I met, I bet my, you know. My ship. Yeah. <laughs> this is very Han Solo energy here. It was also giving very like Padme, like, like aggressive negotiations thingy. Yeah, yeah, but like a little yeah. bit of Qui Gon too. Like Nubian, uh, well, uh, if I, I you lose, I win my ship. If I win, I get the boy and his mother. You know, now ship is worth two slaves, or whatever. What puppy? Come here then. Doesn't like your. Ow! <laughs> he jumped up and he hit my elbow, so that's probably not great. He's not bleeding though. He's gonna bleed now. He's okay. okay. Me and Echo have head trauma. <laughs> head trauma. Me and Echo are like Crosshair with his head trauma. Oh. Uh, by the way, their disguises and Crosshair's like face full of helmet. Good times. Uh, but also like his full on still there. Like uh, yeah, tattoo. the only thing you can see is his face tattoo. <laughs> you couldn't have sunglasses, bro. Uh, so they go in the bar, and she's like beating a Trandoshan, and she's like, "My luck might turn around," and he's like, "Yeah, that's true." <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> it's good times. Um and they That's like me playing against an NPC in the game. Right. That's me in Fortnite. I gotta gotta have a win coming up now. <laughs> uh and then like an Imperial guy walks in and everybody's like <gasps> and he like goes to the bar and like, you know, takes his credits or his whatever and then he walks out and then he's like well i'm gonna play like and then he plays her and then she beats him i don't like him yeah he's like a jerk he's very much like that like sim- like it reminds me of that andor energy of like it's so fat satisfied they don't even like like he's very much that kind of imperial the one who like it reminded is, me of the tax collector well from, i mean it's not about being fat like that's just like it's about <laughs> that like at, like what's the there's a word for it like this uh it starts with the like it's like like this over fucking you know this overindulgence okay. that they have with their power and their wealth you know sorry continue. i was gonna say that he reminds me of the tax collector bear thing i forget if it's a bear or something in uh robin hood 
but like the fox version of Robin Hood. Wait, I thought the bear was the friar. I'm not so what sure. What is anymore. he? The tax collector. Oh, <laughs> we went to Google, folks. Robin Hood fox. Robin Hood, the fox, though. That's <laughs> like a. It's like that's Kevin a wolf. Costner. It's a wolf. Huh. Okay. It's a big bad wolf. It reminds me. If there's he a book. Collects taxes. Okay. There's one of the books. It's called uh, Lords of the Sith, and the moth on Ryloth has sort of been like very, you know, like just taking advantage of the position and not really doing anything about Champs and Dula and the entire like freedom fighters down there. And like the Emperor and Vader go there and the Moff is like this woman, like basically she's sort of been out of it ever since her wife was killed. And so she sort of let herself go and the planet go and like not, you know, but there's like this very like this. I can't. What is the word I'm thinking of, dude? You know, when you think of like these civilizations, like this decadent civilization that reaches this apex where they're the people in power are so above. Using a lot of big words here, buddy. Uh, okay, <laughs> explain no, it to me like I'm five. <laughs> no, <laughs> I just it was just a string of. Uh... <laughs> that, that's what I meant, I guess. Decadence, like overindulgent uh-huh. decadence, sort of pompous and like very much abusing his station. You know what I mean? Like, because there are some Imperials that are not like that at all. Will Huff Tarkin? Don't play that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but then there are the, like, middlemen that, like, they grow in excess of their station and take advantage. Like, he's taking bribes, he's gambling, and then he's turning around and charging everybody for their gambling taxes. Um, which is exactly what happened. She beats him, she takes his money, and then I'm like, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Yeah. Crosshair, get ready. And, like, Crosshair's been doing that the entire episode. He's like, I can get, no, wait, okay. <laughs> oh, I could kill this guy also. Nope, nope, no. Okay. Oh, that's literally me in any, like, in Red Dead. Because there's this, like, one character that's, like, you know it's going to be bad. And I'm like, I'll just kill him right now. And then, like, if you kill him, it's like, game over. Your friend is dead. Mm-hmm. That's me in Metal Gear Solid 3. When you die, it's like time paradox. <laughs> <laughs> you have undone yeah. the future. Mm-hmm. Uh,. So he she beats him in balance and then like he's Oh Batch like, is helping. Like in the beginning. He's is like he? helping her. I I think so. She seems kinda worried, but I guess also could be like just because she's worried about him. Yeah. At one um, point they kick Batcher out. Yeah. That's why then, I like, thought crosshair and then takes that's him out. why. But I she still thought. smokes also, these holes. Why doesn't she or what is it? He like stay with Batcher. Also, oh. I knew, I knew that little kid was a problem. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You know what I would have done in a game like that? Kill him. Not <laughs> right a problem later. Right on. Game Never over. Never a problem. Ever. You have undone three side quests. It's like a what's it called? Uh, in um, Moon Knight, where she's like killing all the bad guys before they even like are born. <laughs> I'm that. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not Moon Knight, where I'm like, no, let them live out their lives first, you're, and then see if they're bad. <laughs> like War Machine in Infinity War, where he's like, wait, if we can travel through time, why don't we just go back to Baby Thanos and like? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Um. Yeah. So she beats him, and then he's like, "Well, there's a gambling fine," and she's like, "How much?" And he's like ten thousand, and she's like fine, and so she pays in the ten thousand. And then, because I was like, okay, we're about ready to pop off, crosshair get, and you're like, and then she's like fine, and she pays it, and then I'm like, oh, okay, so you just kind of got to weigh your wins and losses. Yeah, I and figured then, that she was gonna pay. I would have paid it. Well, yeah, but as soon as we get outside, and the guy's like, well, I saw which way they went, five thousand, and then she pays. No, at first that. he was saying ten thousand because at first he was like saying, yeah, he was saying ten thousand. And then that would have, they would have been 5,000 right. less. Short, yeah. Yeah. So, like, they have an extra five grand. And then that guy takes him. And then I was like, but as soon as that guy took the money, I was like, okay, I see what's happening here. I would have just shot him. I see where we're going. Crosshair's like, I agree with you, Lizzie. <laughs> I would have just shot him right there. I, your least favorite bad batcher, agree with you. We would have gotten How does 5, that make you back. feel, Lizzie? 
Uh, but just, I'm just saying, like, mm-hmm. just get the kid to talk. Give him the 5000 You're agreeing Let with him me. Let him be happy. The Second Amendment <laughs> Grab <laughs> him. Take the credits and throw him. <laughs> Not to kill him. Just throw him. Just throw him. Just throw the guy. <laughs> oh, I see what. Okay, never mind. I got it. Ha. <laughs> just a kid. Right. What's he going to do? Oh, at one point we go back to like the uh the what is it? Tantus base and like, you know, uh this is like way in the beginning, but it's like Dr. Jerkface Hemlock has not a say locked I up. I think and he's the like, name they picked out is like perfect. Yeah, I mean Star Wars, like as silly as the names are in Star like uh, like cause Star Wars does have a history of kind of silly names. Greedo. <laughs> Why, why? What's wrong with my boy Greedo? <laughs> Greedo. Uh, <laughs> what's the What's the? You want to buy some death sticks? <laughs> Ellen Slees Bagano. <laughs> but those aren't even like main characters. That's okay, not fair. but like they're still like very funnily named people. I mean, I would. Uh, Greedo has lines, dude. <laughs> He's not a main character. Okay. He dies so easily. Uh, I mean, Darth Vader. Like that's kind of German for like Dark Father. <laughs> Well, the whole thing is like kind of space Nazis, so. Um, I mean, Luke's name is Skywalker. I guess that's not super. That's why I always think it's suspicious when people are a little too obsessed with. Like, like let's just say Imperials. we could we could get people uh, like, uh, you know, everybody hey, that, that thinks bro. Han's Scar Squadron is amazing. Okay, yeah. Or do what are their name? Well, they what's the only one guy in Scar Squadron is named, huh? Game Master. No, what's his actual name? Does he have an actual name? Sergeant Creel. Creel. What'd what you is. say? Game Master. Oh, I heard Would something you... very different. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Game <laughs> Master. Okay. Game Master. Yeah. What is it? Gracchus the Hut? Yeah. Gracchus is. No, but it's like he's he like runs this gladiator ring and he like has these things fight. And like Gracchus is a very like Greek kind of like <laughs> Roman sounding like. They're so, trying their best, okay? I think it's funny. I think it's cute. Look what you named Axel. That's true. That's fair. <laughs> I'll <laughs> shut up about names now. Anyway, Nalasay is locked up. Oh yeah. I I'm honestly I like if I was her, I would be so glad I was the species I was. Because they don't they don't have a reaction to anything. So like she just says all of it like completely monotone, completely no face, no nothing, no expression. And it's fine. You think that's like, you know, like cultural like manners or you think they just don't have reactions? You don't think the babies are like, ow. <laughs> I think they have reactions. I think it's just like more toned down, I guess. <laughs> the baby is oh. like, I have stubbed my toe on the coffee table. <laughs> I've never seen a baby Camino. Yeah, I guess I not, huh? Know. To be fair, I've we've only been know. to like cloning facilities. So babies don't have jobs <laughs> except yeah. for Omega. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Uh, so they head to the, like the spaceport to pay for the you know thing and oh, to get Batcher, and then the like it's the guys there and the crosshair is like we should leave this stupid hound. Uh, yeah, that's and she's like he helped us escape. We're not. Oh no, she. I don't know. Is Batcher? Batcher helped us escape. We're not uh, leaving them. <laughs> I don't know what Batcher is. I forgot. I, I think, think it was a boy. I thought it was a girl. I don't know. I'm not sure anymore. I don't trust my memories. Um, uh, it's your head. It's okay. Yeah. Look, I've got a head injury. <laughs> <laughs> You're excused this one time. Exactly. I would fail that question on a... Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, so it turns out that the creature's locked up at the spaceport, and they Can have all imagine? these creatures. What is the genders of all these animals in Star Wars? They're all locked up. <laughs> They're all in cages. The gender are imprisoned. Yes, in prison. Imprisoned. And then, like, the guys there again, the, like, Imperial Moff or whatever he is, C- Captain, Commander, I don't know, Lieutenant. Tax collector. There you go. Tax man. Get bent, tax man. <laughs> what movie is that? Is that Will Ferrell movie? I don't know. The only Will Ferrell movie your mom likes. Elf? No, that's not the Will Ferrell movie your mom likes. Okay, <laughs> that's the only one that I know. The one where he's like Barbie. The the person is writing the book about him. Remember, and he can hear the voice in his head. 
Stranger yes. than fiction. Stranger yes. than fiction. I know that one. Okay. I did not. She like, like yells one. at him and she's like, get bed, tax man. And then he's telling Dustin Hoffman about it. And he's like, well, the last person I meant that hated me told me to get bent tax man. And he was like, that sounds like a comedy. <laughs> uh, good times. <laughs> anyway, um, he's like, well, you have to pay the fine for the like creature or whatever, like something else. And then he's like, well, I know who you are. So ha ha ha. And we're going to catch you. And the bounty is going to like pay me back. So just and then crosshair she's like fine do it your way <laughs> and yeah. then it's battle time crosshair co- look stormtroopers with jackets or coats how you feeling are you liking the i'm liking yes. the like i feel like they're already sweating in there i know there's already sweating in there there's a cold planet she had a little hat with ears i know they're already sweating in there oh fair enough i mean it maybe is temperature regulated when they're not vac formed and just plastic like us on Earth. Want to know how I feel about that? Tell me. Yes, King. Okay. So you like the... St- I actually like the, like, original Storm... Like, I like the design of these beginning era Stormtroopers. It looks so much better. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. It's, I mean, it looks like the concept art. Yeah, yeah. Very much like the concept art. But so far, I'm, I'm happy to see them being used and, like, there are a few little variations. Like, there's one that you were talking about, Axel. You were like, that one with the goggles. That one's dope. That one, I was like, oh, it's Ezra. (laughs) (laughs) Ezra. No, it would have been painted up all awesome. I don't get it. Because Ezra paints up his helmets all awesome. Well, technically Sabine does, I guess. Well, it's like undercover, but he still is slightly fashion. Right, right. Um, Yeah, anyway. Uh, Let's see what else. Uh, Yeah, so they like, they free all the animals and all the animals go off. But did you notice? like there's creatures. This tentacle creature thing. What did I notice? Oh, I I don't know if that was a Rathtar or whatever, like Borgullet is. What did Bor- you think Gullet. it was? I at first I thought like a, somehow a Sarlacc, and then I was like, I think that's Borgullet. But also, it didn't have like suction cup thingies like Borgullet has. Yeah, I don't. I didn't look at it. Also, Borgullet didn't really like hurt. You know, well, Borgullet only had two, right? Well, but that was like, Borgullet was just, the guy was already trapped in the chair. So he wasn't like catching him, you know what I mean? Like this guy was trying to run. It reminded me of a Rathtar at first, but then I was thinking Borgullet too. Anyway, um, what were you asking? Oh, no, what I was going to say is that uh, the containers that like the creatures were in, I don't know if you noticed this, but it looks like, what are you drawing? A two. Yes. That. I was it, also going to say that, but yeah. also, like, it, you got I it. was also like, yeah. Yeah, it looks like when you buy something from the creature stall on Batu or Galaxy's Edge or whatever civilians call it these days, Black Spire Outpost, um, you know, that, like, that's the uh, the box. It looks a lot like that. I thought that was cool. I thought that was a nice touch. Yes. I was like, connect in the galaxy. I um, thought that there was going to be when, like, they first were, like, zapping it and, like, the doors open before like the tentacles kind of came out. I thought it was going to be like a Nexu or like some kind of rancor. I, I thought it was going to be a rancor at first too. That's usually what, like what it is. Yeah. And I was like, so I was oh. like yeah, it's gotta be one of those. But I think I was also like, well, they already have like a rancor, uh, like model from the other episode with Moochie. Yeah. <laughs> like maybe they would just reuse it. But Recycle. Yeah. Recycle, reuse. But it was something else. Um, let's see. Yeah, so they they steal a ship. They end up getting out of there. Crosshair kills a bunch of stormtroopers, and then she's like, "Well, I'm gonna like broadcast the thing," and he's like, "You don't even know if they're alive or like whatever," which was so unnecessary. They weren't worried about this before. Well, I mean, at least like they didn't really have time because they crashed right away. Apparently, (laughs) so basically, um, the end of the episode is they like go to some little rendezvous point, and they get there, and the Marauder is there, the Havoc Marauder. And, like, she gets off, and, like, Wrecker comes out, and he's like, oh, and there's, like, a hug, and it's, like, so cute, and he's like, we crossed the galaxy, like, four times to see you, and the music is wonderful, and then Hunter comes out, and he's like, five times, but how did you escape? And she's like, I had help. And then Crosshair gets off the ship, and they sort of, like, have a little, like, look, and then that's it. We don't get it. If the episode, next episode, does not start with, them squashing or like addressing whatever it is that they got to do 
I'm going to be pissed off if they're just like, well, it's been four weeks. How you doing? Like, like I need to see however they resolve whatever they're going to resolve. Does that make sense? Yes. I'm going to feel a little cheated if I don't get to see that. I just want to see them like, I don't think they will because I think Omega's going to have a lot of explaining to do and stuff. But I wish that Wrecker and like them would go up to him and like hug him. Yeah, like that's kind of what I want. But like, you know what I have a feel like at the end of episode seven when Ray holds out the lightsaber and episode eight picks up like right there. Like, that's what I want. I want the next well, episode I, I to pick up right there. I think that's definitely going to happen. Yeah. They, well, I don't want to say they have to, but like, well, I I'm feel like boss. But. I feel like that's what I need. That's what they should do. Like, it's not a part one and part two, but I need to see how they're going to resolve whatever it is that they got to resolve. What? Peter keeps trying to die. I'm good. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Do you have any like? This was a really good episode, and the music at the end was. Oh, did you? Yes. How are you because feeling I about was like, Crosshair? Because I, I think it was well. Crosshair is fine. I mostly cried because one, like I was worried because I didn't see anyone there. If I was Omega, I'd be freaking out. I'd be like, "Wait, where are they? Where are they?" Mm-hmm. And then you know, Wrecker comes out. And I cried because, like, she was crying. And I was like, oh, this yeah. poor tortured baby. <laughs> she fed her family back. She got her people and then, back. And then um, the hug that she has with Hunter was very cute. Um, I like that they, like, did a little close-up of her, of him, like, pulling her closer. Mm-hmm. It's cute. I thought it was, like, I really like that they're trying to figure out how to rescue her. But she ended up rescuing herself, you know, a little bit Leia in that way. Right. Like a little bit like, you know, obviously she had help and everything, but they couldn't find her, but she was able to get out. So I like also all of her ideas. Yeah. I like when that's what I was saying. Like, I wish I was more like her where I like this, like, you know, this guy is complaining, complaining. He's not producing any results. Like, right. right. We need results. We need to try things out. We can't just have a solid, perfect plan every time. Mm-hmm. Sometimes things will get messy. Just keep going and make this plan. Like, I like when she was like, well, maybe if you stop complaining <laughs> and actually did some work around here, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Look, I'm not so. going to lie. The Omega crosshair dynamic is pretty funny. Yes, it is. You know, and I, 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 I like their relationship, but I also like that, you know, like crosshair sort of le- at the beginning of the episode, like. He's always been a jerk, even before, when he was part of the Bad Batch. He was like the jerk in the crew. Yes. But when Omega came into the picture, their relationship didn't last very long because like immediately he turns on the group. But he was there long enough for her to be like, hey, like, I know you're suffering, but like, I understand like this is, you know, like she there's a part where they're like all in prison in the very first episode. And she's like, I know this is hard. And like, I see that you're suffering. Before he, like, betrays everybody, right? Like, so she never gave up on him throughout that entire time when he went to join the Empire or whatever, right? So, I don't know. I just find something really interesting about that and, like, Omega's... Because not only does she believe, like, the best in people, but she tends to also bring out the best in people. And I find that really interesting and cute. And, like, you know... Like, I, like, you know, if she wasn't there, he would have just stayed there. Like, he kind of has nothing to live for, right? He's like a lost soldier with no one. He believes they all left him. You know what I mean? So he's like, con- not content, but like, he's making no, mo- like, he's given up on his own life yeah. in the beginning of the series. He's just staying in prison. He has no desire to escape or, to, you know, to like, because there is no life for him. He almost doesn't exist, like without the war you know and he doesn't know what to do outside of it and it's like because of her poking and prodding and pushing that he ends up finding his way back to his family now like i guess it remains to be seen whether he's going to join it i hope he does i think he will and see that there is like a further life outside of what they've been taught but i don't know like it's real i like the story of him and i like this like the story of all of these clones because that's what this is it's not just about the bad batch it's also about of all of clone kind and like it's so much of it is about like this is like they're slaves to this their property 
of the Republic or Empire now. They have no rights. They have no lives. They have nothing. And they, like, what is going to happen to them outside of the need for soldiers? You know? And I like that idea of, like, what this galaxy does or dismisses or discards. These, this entire, not like, they're not like a race, but they're just an entire bunch of people who had nothing like they weren't they didn't choose this they were just created and trained for only this and now they just exist in a world where that they're not needed anymore so they're like and they have no rights no nothing no family no anything except each other and i like that idea like there's um like i know this series obviously delves a lot into that but there's a few other things like there's a book called uh, <coughs> there's a book called Scum and Villainy by Pablo Hidalgo. And it's like a really little cool, interesting look into like law enforcement of, you know, Republic, Empire, First Order, right? All throughout generations. And there's a part that has like a little write up of Boba Fett. And it's talking about when he gets arrested, like in season two of the Clone Wars. He like they were just like. Like he was, uh, they just wanted to improve, like they didn't even want to give him a trial because they were like, well, he's just a clone. He doesn't even have rights. So like, why do we even bother? But like, it's, they argue, the Jedi sort of argue that he's like a person and that he should at least have a trial and be given like the rights of any person. And because he's not like a soldier, like they end up giving him like a little try, like they end up like taking the Jedi's advisement, but like they had to fight just for that. And he still wound up in prison, but like just for the basic rights of like due process, they weren't even the Republic was about to like just not even do that because he was just property. And then it's expanded on further where like there's a whole part in like the E.K. Johnston writes the Queen books like Queen's Hope and Queen's Peril and Queen's I'm missing one Queen's Shadow. Um, And I can't remember which one it is, but. There's one scene in those books where when Padme dies, I think it's Sabe who's like going through her stuff and trying to figure out like what, like she's trying to put the pieces together. You know, how could this happen? How could Padme be killed? What is going on? Like, and she's going through her stuff and she can see all these like these Senate proposals and these bills and things. And a lot of them concern the clone rights because clones have no rights and she's trying to make sure that like when the war is over that the clones will be able to have citizenship and things like that like like those are part of her plans that she never got to finish because she died like but those are things that she was thinking of and then like sort of like now we sort of dive into like this series and like senator chuchi has sort of picked up that mantle but i find it really interesting and like uh, I like it a lot that like that was on Padme's mind while the war was going on because of her relationship with Anakin and the clones. Like clearly she had adventures with Rex and everybody else, you know, and saw the clones as people. Yeah. Like, so she was working on that even while the war was going on. Like, so that when it was over, she was going to fight for them too, you know, but now that she's not around, it's Senator Chuchi who's doing it. And I like that those like things are kind of connected even though they're not like in a way. Um, I don't know. That's, I know it's a little bit of a sidebar, but I thought it was interesting. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know. 
So, yeah, I don't know. It was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. I love the ending, of course, and the music is amazing as always. So, Kiner's crushing it as per usual. Balans. So now we, we have a Sabak deck. We need to, need to figure out how to play Balans. So we can have, uh, you know, game night or whatever. Omega and then I'll game have night. Echo and Bingo cheating for me. Yeah. Oh no, they have pink eye. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Any last thoughts? That's it. Yeah, it was a good episode. I can't wait. I forgot what the episode next week is called. Oh well, I'm not going to look it up right now. You'll just have to wait, audience. But while you're waiting, you can hit us up on all socials at the Rogue Rebels. You can uh, check us out on Twitter at Rogue Rebels Fam. Go check out our website at therogrebels.com. That is therogrebels.com. Make sure you're reviewing us, giving us five stars or whatevs everywhere. Um, and we have a Facebook page. Go like it. Axel, any final thoughts? Nope. Stormtroopers with jackets. That's your, that's your main focus. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll call it then. All right. That is the end. <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, I was like... Wait, Lizzie. That, that's it? Do you have plugs? Uh, yes, actually. Uh, uh, podcasting again with Zoe. It hey. has been a while. Um... We're trying to do it weekly, but also I'm really bad at catching up with episodes, <laughs> like watching them. So, ah, uh, but I'm getting it. And so go check out Star Wars Geek Girl um, on our website, on our Instagrams. Mm -hmm. uh, check out Zoe's TikToks. Um, I believe at, the, at Spectre 5, spelled out, she makes cool TikToks. Oh, yeah, I don't I don't have personal plugs. All right. No, well, that's it. You can check out <laughs> all of our stuff. We're on TikTok, too, at the Rogue Rebels. I, I play with lightsabers. Okay. Lightsabers. That's it. And post, uh, what's it called? Um, Fortnite clips. Oh, yeah. Fortnite clips of Leia Organa in a Bausch costume getting headshots and me just making terrible commentary. Yeah. Good times. All right, Her. that is a podcast, and we're out of here.